Every day, I am getting one step closer to having another healthy baby, and Caraway Home is helping me do that. Their ceramic, naturally slick surface cookware allows you to cook with minimal butter. Uh, they're very easy to clean, just a little warm water, you wipe it down. And the best part is, is that Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like BFASs, BTFEs, and a bunch of other things like I can't even pronounce. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, right now, visit Caraway wayhome.com slash TSFS to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive to my Sarah Fraser Show listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash TSFS or use code TSFS at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. It's time for you to see what all the fuss is about, read about their five-star reviews and why so many TSFS fans buy Caraway Home. Order now. I just had a fabulous listener email me and she said, Sarah, does Nutrafol work for men too? You better believe it. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement for men and women with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Hello, me included. Nutrafol changed my life post-baby and postpartum hair. Amazing. Also, a lot of women going through menopause say that Nutrafol works for them as well. And like I mentioned, it works for the fellas. Take the first step right now to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering my TSFS listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hair care stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code TSFS. Tomorrow, only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Ruben. Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tomorrow, only on Disney+. Plus. best thing I've ever seen. That was so good. Um, she's literally yeah. slapping herself in the face to get up and get ready for this podcast. I didn't realize. <laughs> Did you just wake up? What was going on? No, I have to say, I think I'm getting up later and later. Like, this is not good for me. I, I, I think this is finally caught up with me and I've lost my sense of schedule. <laughs> I know. It's, uh. it's true. We are getting lazier and lazier. Uh-huh. We are in our household tool. Like, when we when I first started out, I, I really did keep the um, routine. I was like, I'm going to brush my yeah. teeth every day. I'm getting up at six. Now, if I brush my teeth by three o'clock in the afternoon, it is a miracle. It is. It's a 
win. I know. It's a win. Uh, you guys, welcome to the Hey Frage podcast. I'm Sarah Frazier along with my co-host, Andrea. You probably hear my family in the background. They're already going through the closets and cupboards looking for our lunch. And Oh, yeah. Is it lunchtime already? Okay. <laughs> is it lunchtime already? Last week when I, I came up here uh, to Maine, at first they were very respectful. Like everyone would go downstairs when I was recording the show. But now it's turned into just, you know... Hanging out Now they're like Oh we're gonna keep Taking calls And go through the closet And just you know What's in the cupboard today Got it Love what's it Yes yeah, so That's in the background So anyhow Welcome to the show If you are just checking out The podcast for the first time Andrea Lopez is my co-host She is an impressionist You guys probably all know me From my longtime radio TV hosting We put out a oh, podcast yes, we do <laughs> Oh really Do you guys know me From a radio show Which one Oh, the tea is hot today. Sorry, I just had to put that in there. Oh my god, bitch! You, what time did you text me? Like, or when did I text you? Yeah, Sunday. And you were like, "Bitch, that tea is piping." What a blessed Easter morning it is. Jesus is risen. He has freaking risen. Anyway, um, so we do normally look. I'm going to give you the spiel because y'all are going to stick around for this. Uh, (laughs) You ain't going nowhere. So normally we do new podcast episodes every Monday and Wednesday. We put out a comedy show We, uh, you know, we always have like Wild and crazy guests We went to Area 51 And AJ, as you'll get to know Is an impressionist And she is Does this amazing Kourtney Kardashian impression Which is like epic, epic So definitely check out The Hey Farish Podcast We put it out on Spotify uh, iTunes, iHeartRadio Everywhere that you can find it um, So of course, everybody uh, yeah, Thank you I'm going to address this Because people <laughs> Like everybody, 10,000 people have sent me the message over the weekend. Did I see the news about Kane? Yes, I saw the news about Kane. Um, I'll give you the, here's, here's all the piping hot tea. I don't know any tea, okay? I haven't spoken to anyone. I can count on one hand the number of people in radio that I still t- stay in touch with. So when I started getting this message, I think it's probably the same time that you all got the note and the, and the message about Kane. I had no idea. I, you know, I haven't spoken to Kane in years. Haven't spoken to anybody on that show. You guys all know I still stay in touch with Danny. She was just on this podcast. By the way, if you want a revealing interview on our Patreon, patreon.com slash phrase for $5 a month, she's actually up there giving a whole update about her life. So... You know, I, that, that's like, I have no, you know, people are like, oh my God, do you know the tea? I, no, I have no tea aside from what you guys saw. The JLA article, everyone sent it to me. And here's my thing. I truly, and I, I actually just have mixed feelings about this whole thing. I really do. Because I've been gone from that show seven years. I'm a long time. A long time. I'm honored, honored, honored that people still like, you know, Know me from that show and and tune in and all that stuff and many many people that listen to this podcast found it because of my time on Hot ninety nine five and the Kane Show, and you know year like if this had happened five or six years ago I'd be I was still like so angry and bitter about everything that went down there I I'd probably be like celebrating, but now I really don't I actually just have like no feeling about it because now in hosting my own show and starting my own business I look back on my time that I spent there and I think oh my god I learned so many lessons so many lessons of how I want to treat people how I don't want to treat people and I learned it you know how hard it is to lead your own show to be the person making the decisions so you know I I gotta tell you guys like I thought I'd have some sort of like profound thing to say this morning about it 
But I really don't. I guess, you know, I don't. And, and actually, I genuinely hope he does well. I, I hope he's okay. Um, you know, all the years that I worked in New Cane, he loved and lived for that radio show. So I truly feel like so lucky that I get to have my own show, do what I want to do. Um, you know, and it's just like one of those things. Now I just look at it like more of a learning lesson and I'm no longer angry and bitter about it. So I think that's the best way to look at it. And I know everyone wants to know the the the, the dirt. The I, team, they they but do, but I I feel like it's guys like everything that you just think happened is is basically what happened. It's not like you know there's any sort of like big turning point. And and what's crazy in a way, like I was even thinking about all the good memories too, is like it's at the end of an era because I don't think yep. that any radio show when we started in two thousand and seven, I you know. Oh my God, I was like a totally crazy different person back then. But anyway, I was only like 25 or 26 <laughs> years old. And Jeff Capucci was the program director at the time. A girlfriend of mine worked at Hot 99.5. And she had said, Kane, this new guy Kane is in town. He's looking for a female co-host. You have to audition. So I sent over my tape to like Kane and, and Jeff. And they never really... They never really got back to me Or I think they did They had like a phone conversation But nothing happened So I said to my girlfriend Erin who worked there I'm coming I'm taking you out to lunch I'm going to sit outside Of Jeff Kampuji's office Just so he can put A face to a name I just want an Love audition it. On this show And I did that And Jeff and I talked For like 15 minutes And he's like Come back next week And like from the moment Kane and Sammy And Eric and I sat down It was like Magic chemistry And that yep. shit You cannot recreate And then Mel came on board And it was like We went from Number seven in the market To number one It was like bananas And and it was like Back in the day You gotta think 2007 TMZ was only two years old So like right. still th The internet was just starting I believe Twitter started in 08 or 09 So people still were addicted to morning radio And when we went out in D.C. We were like rock stars It was just like It was bananas So you know the, the first couple of years We just We all got along You know we It was great yep. we, we had just so many good times together And I learned so much from him And you know Sammy was a trip You know Sammy Sammy was epic And I'll never forget You know some of the moments Like Sammy had Like Sammy We did this bit one time About a guy Um That was like out in the Australian desert And a snake had bit his balls It was like a poisonous snake <laughs> And he had to come up with some contraption To like get the poison out of his nutsack And Sammy was literally like on air like Kane if this happened to you man I would suck you back to life And oh it was God. so good It was so good We and you know what You know what I appreciate so much about that show When we would go on we almost I mean and, and I got great work ethic from Kane Because yes, he yes. would show prep We would show prep we would produce the show together Basically every afternoon you know when we got done And we did the Sarah show I did the Sarah show Then I'd come home we'd both show prep for hours Hours, and nobody prepped more than he did And you know He really made me realize Even though he'd have like 20 topics per break You know ready to go And yeah. uh, But we after like a couple years Sammy and Kane and Eric and I We did such great chemistry that you, we didn't even need to show prep Like it was it was like the relationship I have now with you You know everybody yeah. just like We could fill it you know end each other's sentences So I you know I have really good memories now Yeah did things you know Go left absolutely but I think that Money and fame changes People in all kinds of different ways And you know I just Look I 
I would say this to him like I'd love to have him on this show I would love to be open because I have no hard feelings anymore I really don't six years ago yeah 100 percent I would have I never would have been in a place where I could sit down have a drink have a beer with him and be like hey you know what's going on with you because I really don't know. I haven't talked to any of those people in years and years. Um, you know, all the salespeople that I worked with back then don't work there anymore. Um, you know, I, I got a great friendship from Danny and, you know, because of that show. Yep. We're friends and, uh, you know, and, and she probably has a different opinion about the whole thing than I do, you know, Uh but I'm just at a different place with it. I love what we're doing. You know, you and I talk. I'm like, my next goal is I totally want to have the Sarah Fraser talk show and make it like nationwide and have it this crazy Howard Stern meets Oprah show. And quite frankly, I learned a lot from him and I just don't have ill feelings anymore, you know? And what's gone on there? I, girlfriends and boyfriends, I couldn't tell you. I don't know. I don't. I am sequestered in the house. I don't listen to morning radio. If you know, I mean, y'all, you name the call letters to DC radio stations. I don't listen. So anyway, that's that's like all I can say is I, I just I know people are like, oh my god, you know, do you feel vindicated? It's like no, I I I don't. I I feel like indifferent. You know, I just feel yeah. like, hey, it. You know, it is what it is. I, I genuinely hope he's doing okay, and I would love to have him unblock me, man. Unblock me. Come on the show. I would love to talk it out. You know what? After the show, go and see if he's starting to unblock everybody. Like we should all see who he's going to try to reach back out to. Well, I can't imagine me. You know, we haven't spoken or, or texted in years and years, and um, and honestly, like I have to even think about like all the stories now. And and you know, here's the thing: I don't know if people can relate to this, but do you ever have a situation where you thought at the time, like, oh my god, this is so like drama filled, and so you know, oh, this person yeah. is doing all this shit to me, and then you go on and you mature and you have other experiences yeah. in your life, and you're like, you know, I played a role in that too, and I can't really blame them. Like, what was happening was their issue. It wasn't mine, you know? Exactly. That's kind of, that's kind of how I feel now. So I, I don't, you know, that's really all I have for you. There it is. <laughs> I think a lot of people just, well, I think you could talk to the effect of like, who are you still in contact with? I think you still, you still talk to some of the people that were on the show still. Well, I adored, you know, I adore Danny and I, you know, obviously she's amazing. You can read her book. You know, she talks more about it there. Uh, and oh my god what's the book called uh empathy and eyebrows empathy and eyebrows you can empathy buy her book yeah. uh i talked to you know I, I i talked to mel i talked to sammy i talked to danny uh ty was you know part of sarah ty and mel when we did that show i still talked to ty um but that's about it you know like i don't you know i mean uh that's it guys uh that's the show I, that's all I got. Okay, no, no, no. I'll, I'll ask only one more question. Just and, and a lot yeah, of this. Of course. Is I mean, people can ask. Wait, it's like that's all I got to say. I mean, I, yeah, they, I think they wanted to know just kind of what um, what now they're doing. So you had read a couple articles that said intern John is now taking over for the time being, right? And then the one that does all the mixtapes, he's coming on. The one that does all the mixtapes. He's like the the mixer guy that comes on at like happy hour a, a time. Girl, I don't even. I don't know. <laughs> does anyone know somebody that does mixtapes? You messaged on- me. No, I swear. You messaged me. You said it's intern John, and then there's another one that's taking that's doing it. Um, some of the hours as well. Like there's two people. Uh, well, I think basically, as far as I know, what you know, the article I read, the same article everyone else did. I guess it's just that John is going to do the show with um the people that are there, Rose and Riley and Eric. Dirty elbows, dirty elbows. That's what I'm thinking of. Dirty elbows is still there. 
there? Oh my God, I used to love elbows. Elbows was yes, like the Adrian, best mixer ever. Adrian, no. Thank yeah, DJ, you. Dirty Everybody's saying it. Yes, dirty, dirty elbows. <laughs> oh my God! Shout out to elbows. Shout out to elbows. What a horrific DJ name to that poor fucking guy. He never even had dirty elbows, but like we just all were like dirty elbows. Like that is the worst. Who wants to be known for that? <laughs> okay, that's dude. It you've got psoriasis on your elbow ends. I mean, that's like, the worst. <laughs> no, it's because he's like mixing all the beats with his elbows. He's getting in those mixing boards. What does he have? No hands? I mean, I remember elbows with hands. I don't, I'm not sure. Anyway, y'all know more than I do. I look, I wish um, everybody success. How can I not wish them success? I've had great success. I have gone on, I've launched my own show. I learned how to host my own show, be my own boss, be my own voice. Uh, I'm grateful for that time there. It was amazing. And Look, I can't believe how many people still go. I've been gone seven years. Do y'all know what happens in seven years? I mean, a ton. Pandemics, businesses launch, fail. We've gone through 18 presidents. I mean, y'all still remember seven years ago? I I love it. I can't believe it. That is actually so true. It's like, wow, I feel like we've lived a lifetime since that. And, and look, I mean, the media world has changed so much. Now when people get in their car, they have 10 million choices. I mean, podcasts, yes. uh, Sirius XM, Sirius XM, radio. I mean, I've been in cabs now where they're watching YouTube shows. You know, I mean, it's like, I don't, you know, I, I wish anybody luck who is out there in this media world because it is the wild, wild west. It is all new. And um, hey, I mean, yeah. I'd love to have him on. I would love to sit down and have a drink. Be like, come on, let's go, man. What's going on? Let's just like put it all out on the table. But you know what? It Everybody's got to, they've got to do their own path. They got to go their own way. So I think, um, you know, I hope everything works out. Will intern John now be DJ John? I mean, what's going on with that name? It's like he kind of just like cat quartered himself into being <laughs> the intern. I'm not done with this conversation, Sarah. We're live with 225 people, sweetheart. <laughs> sweetheart. I mean, I don't know. I hope he does a name change because I, I don't I don't think I, he think was, name actually, change I, I did work with him for a couple months before I left. And uh, uh, he don't he was never the intern. So I hope he he changes uh, the name. God. He's yes, a leading he man now. To. He should. He He's a leading man. Hey, you know, change it up. Change it up. I think that'd be great. Uh, Lydia's saying, I've been listening to you since 99.5. Love you, Sarah. Lydia, I love you too. That's the thing. I mean, I, you know, look, I haven't always in the past when it comes to this conversation, I've not always handled myself well because I'm going to be honest with you. I wasn't ready. Like I was bitter. I was angry. I was resentful. And at the end of the day, you know, whatever actions happened there or didn't happen, I'm only in control of how I react. And I reacted like shitty. Like I felt like it was personal. And I'll tell you, there was a saying when I was there at 99.5 and it was always, look, this isn't show friends, it's show business. And at first I was like, what? How could you say that? We're like all friends. But that was a great lesson because I've got news for you guys and you all out there listening and watching this work for the government, you work for companies. The bottom line is the company. They're going to do what's in the best interest of that company, their pockets. Are you making them money? And you can't take it personally. That's showbiz. So I am again grateful for that because like, you know, for a long time I thought, oh, that's so shitty. How could you say that? We're all best friends. But if I'd actually listened to that from day one, I wouldn't have taken it so personally when everything didn't work out. So, and I know in the past, like I haven't handled it great. And uh, when we were on 107.3, we all would be, you know, throwing shade. And that's how Danny and I became friends. Cause like we used to all trash talk each other. 
Um, oh, yeah. Which was all the fun of like radio. Uh, but, you know, now I'm like beyond that. I don't want to wish anybody harm. I mean, I've had... You know, I've gone through so much, as you know, this past year with having a miscarriage and then developing a gestational um, troblastic pregnancy disease that required right. chemotherapy treatment. You know, when you go through all that stuff, it's like I can't I don't have the energy to be bitter. How can and and all the support and people who came out of the woodwork for years and said, hey, you know, I'm praying that you can start a family with your husband like that. You know, that energy that people have given me, I have to give back right now to Kane. I really do. I, I, you know, I hope everything works out. He has a family. He has two girls. Um, you know, and it wasn't like every day that I was there was torture. For a long time, we all had a fucking blast, you know, and there wasn't any place we couldn't go out in this town where people would be like, oh my God, I love the morning show. I listen to this. I listen to that. And it got right. to the point, and you know, it's exhausting being a celebrity, a local celebrity. It got to the point. <laughs> on Friday night I was just trying to have a drink and everybody yeah. would come up and they'd be like oh my god you know I saw when Sammy burnt your Louis Vuitton purse and then you know and it was like and then you stole a scooter and I'm like <laughs> you're like that happened it's fucking eight o'clock on a Friday night I'm trying to have a date with a clown over here you know if you all could just give me 10 minutes 10 minutes look look I've got a crash date to get back to if you could just give me a sec <laughs> I mean, and, you know, so many, and we, we we used to get into so much shit. You know, I mean, we ba- like we got on the map. We bailed Bobby J- Brown out of jail. That was a big thing back in the day when he was yep. in jail. I think maybe for alleged, I think it was drug stuff or whatever. And then Bobby didn't want to come on. And you guys know Phaedra Parks from Real Housewives of Atlanta was his attorney. And we were on the phone. We were like, we gave him the money. Like, when is he going to be on? I mean, so many memories took place there. We interviewed Justin Bieber. I can remember when Justin Bieber's in the beginning, in the beginning, this guy, Dave or whatever was representing. He's like, I've got the next big hit. They bring in this pipsqueak of a human being. I mean, he weighed all of 85 pounds and there were like five girls lingering out in the lobby. And we were like, come on up chicks. Like this guy isn't going anywhere. So he comes out, he played, he, he starts playing this song baby. And we're like, Oh my God, we like got to experience so many of these things. And I'm just so grateful. It was, it was awesome. It was awesome for a long time. And, you know, look, people are going to treat you all kinds of different ways in life. And, and, you know, they got stuff going on in their own lives. So I just, uh, I'm glad to be in this place and I hope everything works out. For the better. For the better. For the better for everybody. There's so much space out there for everybody. Look, not, I've learned so many fucking lessons. I've been hired and fired, and it sucks. Like, it sucks when you... And, you know, when the gravy train is rolling, everybody's calling you. Everybody loves you. But when stuff like this happens, it's like there ain't a friend in sight. And I've, I've learned that lesson. So, you know, I just... I want things to work out because, yeah... You got to, you have to wish people well and you got to get on with it. Cause those, the minute you have those feelings that you don't, it's something going on with you. It's not going on with them. Yeah. Right. Right. So we'll see what other people have, but I think you have a really good outlook. And now we can't speak for everyone else, what they're planning, but. <laughs> What's y'all planning? What's y'all plotting? What y'all planning? I think some people were like, sir, are you trying to get in on this? Because, you know, we could no. uh, we we speak out, but I think you have the best outlook on it. Honestly, unless he comes on our show, I really, I, you know, and, and I've asked people over the years, stop sending me articles about radio. I don't care. I've moved on. Hi, P.S. We're in the podcasting business. It's a totally different business. It's a business where you can speak for an hour. You don't have to do a commercial. Okay. It's fantastic, everyone. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's a it's a business where you go and see your favorite live podcast show. So I don't care. I don't care. I don't really, you know, you don't have to send me any more articles. And I know everybody has good intentions. And But, uh, you know, go find out. I don't know. 
go somebody else might have all the tea uh, and honestly because i haven't been around a radio station in how many years ago it was 107.3 five years ago six years ago and they sold that mm. one now it's like a christian rock one they're rocking out. And that one's down the tubes anyways. And we knew that firsthand because we got hired and then fired by them. <laughs> we got, okay. Yeah, yeah. We know it too. We know it too. Uh, um, let's see. People are saying Kat. Oh, Kat was awesome. Kat was an old intern of ours. Have watched you over the past seven years. Seven years. So honored wow. I got to work with you for a bit. Yes, so much has happened for all of us. Growth, success, happiness. That's what it's all about. I mean, you cannot wish somebody not good you know you don't know what life is going to bring uh you're an awesome human thank you for the positivity not taking advantage of this time yeah look believe me you know for a second samantha it was like oh this would be great but like what good what good does that do it doesn't it's it's not helping anybody and look i'm i'm blessed so i cannot say anything i just uh loved stm thank you for that stm was great serotonin mel Great show. And actually, that show was starting to do well, then we all got fired, but welcome to radio. <laughs> I, heard the only, the, I think the only scary part about this is that we're in quarantine. So when people are let go, you know, there's always more opportunities. They're like, okay, I'll just apply for something else. I'll get picked up. But now it's like, well, shit, what do we do <laughs> when, you know, we've been let go? So I think that's going to be a scary reality. Well, we're our own bosses right now. So that's why I started well, my own good. business. Yeah. <laughs> We good. We good. Um, so, yeah, we are. We're our own bosses. And a lot of you guys are checking out the show for the first time. I hope you continue to check it out. Right now, we're putting out five brand new episodes a week. We just had John Finley from Tiger King on. Uh, Girls Gotta Eat podcast, if you're a fan of theirs. We're doing an interview with them later today. Um, and then they'll be on the show probably on Wednesday. So, you know, AJ, I feel like you have to give people some Kourtney Kardashian. Then I want to thank some of our sponsors. We'll talk about Tiger King reunion. I appreciate you guys all checking in I, I i love it thank you for all the positivity um Sheeto remembers when i we used to give out advice between 99.5 and 107 remember when you used to give out advice in between oh oh yes like the advice booth yes oh my god that, I want, we want to bring the advice booth back we need to bring it back did you originate that at 99 no i did it post 99.5 Post 99.5. Oh, okay. oh, in between 99 yeah. and 107. Okay. And I think I probably should have stuck with the advice booth, but um, <laughs> alas, I'm on to other things. <laughs> right? Like, people still, people remember me for a couple of things. People remember advice booth, and then they remember me wearing my bikini for the first time in DuPont Circle. Uh, that was on 107.3 a couple years ago, and Fox 5 covered it. So they, people still come up to me and they're like, oh my God, I love when you wore your bikini for the first time. And I'm like, hell yes. So, yeah, I, actually, I need to bring back the advice booth, but we, we only have so much energy. And now who's going to come? It's quarantine hell. Uh, look, we, you, we <laughs> we'll can just, live stream it from. Yeah, we'll, we'll stream it. Do you still need advice? Sarah at HaveRage.com. <laughs> Happy to dole it out. And you're welcome to come on here. So S-A-R-E-H at HaveRage.com. Um, I want to thank a couple of our partners. And then you guys have to hear uh, my fabulous co-host who you're just meeting for the first time, Andrea. She does the most amazing Courtney Kardashian. She's viral, by the way, on TikTok. You are like literally viral. Literally viral. Literally viral. Okay, I want to get into that, but first I want to thank Danica. So Danica has a marketing company. If your business right now is going through quarantine hell, of course we all are, and COVID-19, maybe it's time to get some marketing tips and tricks so you know what to do and what not to do during this tricky time. At Danica VC Media is where you can find her on Instagram. She also has a podcast, which is really great. I was just checking it out because we did a live stream together. It's called Business Marketing and Other Musings. You can find it 
on Spotify, on iTunes. Check her out. DanicaVCMedia.com. They combine out-of-the-box thinking and cultural fluency to make your brand memorable. They specialize in content, video, social media marketing, which are currently the best platforms to raise you above the rest. She is taking on new clients. They work with all different price points. Check out Danica VC Media. Also got to shout out my guy, Brett Shepard. Brett Shepard is out of Baltimore, out of Baltimore. How many people from Baltimore are listening? Shepard Inspections is a Baltimore area-based lead paint inspection service. Hey, Brett. They offer lead paint inspections for landlords that own properties in Maryland. And by law, any property built prior to 1978 needs an inspection for lead paint when it's rented to a new tenant. So if you own an apartment building, and I know a lot of you checking us out now um, probably know somebody who knows somebody, you can go to shepherdinspections.com, facebook.com slash shepherd. It's S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D inspections. Check them out. I call him the Nozempic Ben-On-Ozempic doctor. I'm talking about Dr. Applin and his wife who founded My Optimal Body. I am so happy about this. These are the first mindful eating-based doctors I have ever partnered with. They see patients nationwide, and they are seeing more patients who have been on Ozempic, and Ozempic has failed for them. What makes My Optimal Body so unique, and why am I endorsing them? It's because Dr. Applin actually looks at food additives, your, your addiction to food, your mental health. They do a whole look at you, including your gut health. Many of Dr. Applin's patients are working out, restricting their diets, and still gaining weight. Why is that? Because something's going on in your body and with your mind. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Be sure to tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment, plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. Again, that's MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. How about getting up to five hours of your life back when you sign up for Hungry Root meal prep and delivery service? I'm obsessed. I have ta- I've tried a lot of meal prep boxes. This is one of my favorites. In fact, I actually emailed the client to see if I can get like a year's supply. <laughs> They're like, Sarah, use your own damn code. Anyway, right now, I want you to go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS because you are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. The average Hungry Root customer saves five hours a week. Ah! That was us. On top of that, um, you can pick from vegetarian, keto, meat, anything that you like. Right now, Hungry Root is offering TSFS listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. As I mentioned, just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS to get 40% off your first delivery and get those free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Also, don't forget to use my link so Hungry Root knows who sent you. Yeah. Also, we are running uh, specials right now because of everything that's going on with coronavirus. So we're actually offering specials to advertise with the Hey Fresh podcast and Andrea. Between the two of us, we have 200,000 social media followers. 100,000 of those are DC-based. And uh, the podcast has 50,000 downloads per month. We start at $75 packages. We'll offer you podcast commercials, shout-outs on our Instagram, and so much more. Packages run from $75, $150, and $300. We'll get you a TikTok video with AJ's over 100,000 followers. Love you guys so much. Be sure to follow us on Instagram. It's at HeyFrage. It's at Andrea Lopez Comedy. And then you can... Can get us on Patreon too. It's patreon.com slash HeyFrage. And I know a lot of you love Danny Starr. She was actually just on our Patreon episode talking about her life, her marriage, where she's working now, if you want to get that. All right. That was good. That was good. How'd you know you were good at doing a Kourtney Kardashian impression, P.S.? 
Uh, I just started, you know, randomly doing voices. And then one day, you know, Courtney stuck and people were like, you sound oddly like her. And I said, we're keeping that one around, folks. We are keeping that one around. But, you oddly know, like her. On TikTok, people go, you do Courtney better than Courtney does Courtney. <sighs> it's so and good. I always, and I always mention this, but I'm not over the fact that I try to do something else and no likes. As soon as I pull out the middle part and I'm standing and I'm just talking about poosh, everyone loves it. So, you know, it's, it's going to be my one hit wonder forever. I'm going to keep on doing Courtney. I don't care. It's going to pay the bills. Look, if I had done advice booth, I wouldn't even be here right now. But meanwhile, you know what I mean? So stick with it, bitch. Stick with it. Stick with it. All right, What's let's get a little, uh, up a little to? Courtney. <clears throat> I have just been writing articles for poosh.com. Mace, stop TikToking. Seriously, you're not old enough to be on TikTok. I'm so done. You guys, I am just so tired of having quarantine with my kids. I know I say I love being a mom, but I'm over it. And there you go. That's Courtney. That's all she's been up to. You know, she's been up to absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Just rich, bitch. Uh, who watched Tiger King, the bonus episode? I'm getting a lot of people. Oh, 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 oh You watched oh, it? With Joe McHale? Syrup, syrup, syrup. I was expecting it. I thought it was going to be another documentary style, but no, it's Joel McHale. It's taking us back to the soup on E. I was brought back to, like, it was it was everything that I wanted to see. And he asked all the hard-hitting questions. It was amazing. Well, he really did. And, um, you know, I actually, I liked the way that it was done. I thought it was, like, a little cheesy at times. It was called Tiger King and I. And if you haven't yeah. watched it yet and you don't want major spoilers, obviously this is the time to exit or just hit the mute button um but it was you know so it was fascinating obviously um the some of the people on it who's the reporter who was on inside edition worked with bill o'reilly i don't even know these people oh th- wait wait wait. the guy that's rinky? on was it rinky or whatever uh, <laughs> no it was um oh frig is it rich Karen? rich kirkham Rick Kirkham. Kirkham. Okay, so Kirkham said that, you know, some of the things that you find out in this update is that actually Joe Exotic was afraid of the tigers. So a lot of times when you were seeing him interact. Yeah, they were sedated because Joe Exotic was terrified of them. And by the way, have you heard all the like crazy kink sex stuff that's come out about Joe Exotic and supposedly John Finley? That they would like cut the heads off um, stuffed animals and then have sex with them? <laughs> well, you know what? And we tried to ask John. We're like, oh, so John, what's what's your whole relationship like with Joe? He's like, oh, I don't know nothing about that. I'm the like, past yeah, you do. Is the past? <laughs> I don't. I'm need like, to. you better say that because his fiance is standing right there and she doesn't know anything about that. I don't think. Girl, yeah, I'd run if he was doing all those stuffed animals, cutting their heads off. E- yikes! What I else think- stood out to you for that? Oh yeah, go ahead, um, go ahead. Well, no, just when Rick Kirkham spoke, I, I think my whole opinion about um, Joe changed. You know, I kind of was like rooting for Joe a little bit. But now that I know that he would shoot that, that story about the horse, how he just oh. the woman was like, can you watch my horse? And then he was like, he just takes out his pistol, shoots the horse and is like, I don't take care of nobody's animal. What? That is heartless. That is heartless. Well, I mean, I think you did. He doesn't have one. Um, ally at all He doesn't have one no. ally on the, Like everybody that Joel McHale interviewed And of course you know Jeff Lowe Jeff Lowe to me is such a slime ball though and, and I actually don't believe that Carol Baskin Killed her husband I know I'm on an island But I really don't believe she did So Jeff Lowe just sat there and said How he knows like she killed her husband It's like bullshit you're the biggest con artist Of you all time up 
everybody. Yes, set he, up everybody. He oh. needs to be in jail too. It's I know. So crazy. When are you going to jail? And uh, so, no, the nicest people were the zookeepers, like Saf yeah. and some of the other people who have like moved on. I love mm. the blonde guy. Who's the blonde guy that? Oh my god, this is. Oh, he's the best. He's the best. <laughs> he's so. Good. I know. Now I have to. He is so good. Now but I have to go back and all the He also has no teeth now. Uh, he also Yeah, he definitely has he definitely has the the, you know. Oh my god. What is the, with it? Drug and alcohol. Well, he says he's um, never done drugs. He said he's never done drugs and he said well, that he, definitely he j- has a drinker for sure. He just got old and then now his teeth. I'm like, "What what is with this show and teeth? Can anybody can someone get them some well, sort of toothpaste endorsement? Is that like that hard?" <laughs> It is very poor hygiene for a long period of time. When you eat and don't brush your teeth at night, it's just the gunk sticks on. You got cavities and they never get it cleaned out. And did he it's learn bad from John Finley? He worked with Finley for all those years. So he, you would have thought he would have seen that teeth decay and thought, you know what? Perhaps a floss stick today. He never did. He never did. Perhaps let's just take out a little pick, you know? Eric mouth. Eric Cowie. Okay. Oh, my God. Did you see Leslie Jordan's review of it? And he's like, poor little meth mouth. And it was so good. So good. So no, he's good. ironing and he's like, oh, poor little meth mouth. Y'all, you need to get him some teeth in there. Oh, well, shit. Oh, I love Leslie Jordan's whole reenactment of Tiger King. He's like, why aren't you camera ready? You've got to be camera well, ready. I've got to tell him you've always got to be camera ready. Um, oh, it's so good. I did it here. You know what? I want to, I'm trying to get this woman on our show. So as I mentioned earlier, you guys can always email us. It's Sarah, S-A-R-E-H at HeyFrage.com if you do have advice questions. So I would love people's thoughts on this. I am not going to tell this woman's name. She might come on the show and she might come with her husband. I'm not sure. Um, but anyway, here's a little background. Okay. So she wrote to me, AJ, she wants her advice. She says, my husband and I got married in October of 2016 after dating for four years. Everything was going great And we got pregnant about nine months ago Um, We finally had our miracle baby in February of 2019 I have to say that during the pregnancy Our relationship wasn't 100% But I just chalked it up to being pregnant, moody, etc Just after the new year Like it was some kind of resolution or something My husband has completely changed who he is He's brought in, he's become or he was brought up in a somewhat religious household, Episcopal, nothing unusual, but he never went to church since I've known him, although he still had a decent, strong belief in God. So one January morning, he woke up and confessed out of the blue that he's now become a black Hebrew Israelite. Side note, he's black and I'm white. He says his camp is not violent, like some of the camps that have been in the news lately, and I've not seen anything to make me believe that, but his lifestyle and demands he is putting on me and our son are the problem. He made us cancel our son's baptism, which was supposed to happen on Easter Sunday. This was before even all of the COVID-19 stuff. Right. Uh, he forbids the celebration of any holidays. Now he says no Easter, Christmas, Valentine's Day. He keeps the Sabbath, meaning no work, won't even eat anything that I cook on Sabbath or if I even bought uh, the ingredients on it. He's even made comments that he can't look after our son on those days. That one has been slightly flexible. He's been slightly flexible with, and he's overall a good father, but I don't bring our son into this world. And, uh, I didn't bring our son into this world under these conditions. Plus, holidays are really important to me. He also cannot talk about anything else besides his belief. He tries to convince everyone else around him that he is, in fact, right. He's even told me that he needs to join his black or 
his uh, Hebrew Israelite brothers. And I've told him at this point, if he needs to go, he needs to do what he needs to do. Uh, Yeah, isn't this crazy? Honestly, I'm a little, uh, you know, I'm sort of wondering if this is a phase, if he'll grow out of this or not. He's pretty unsupportive of me trying to work from home as well because he puts it, quote, money is nothing right now. We don't need to pay our bills since the world is ending. What prompted me to write this morning is I just went to get in the shower the way that I always do. So this was yesterday. I undress by the laundry basket and take three to four steps into the master bathroom shower. He tells me not to walk naked in front of him on the Sabbath. He put an end to any sex on Sabbath a while ago. I think it just put me over the edge, him telling me what I can and cannot do. I seriously want to walk around butt ass naked all day now. (laughs) Am I overreacting and thinking our marriage is over? Do you think it's a phase? Should I be strong and wait it out? Okay, well, what's your your first thought? Girl, we must. Well, I would say, no, I think you need to be really careful. I think that, you know, he, something is going on with him, obviously. He has some new strong religious beliefs. But my thing is that's beginning to... I think it's fine when people discover religion, have religion, all that stuff. But now when it's like beginning to he wants to control you, for me, that would be a serious red flag of I think you need to start making a plan and girl run. Amber, I'm kind of with you. Girl run. Hey, I'm heading to the store. I'm going to Costco. Uh, Yes, I'm taking our kid. Oh, don't mind these suitcases. Bye. Uh, yeah, I think I know it's hard, but I mean, she's got to run. I, I think some plus, you know, she say she I left out some details in the email. She was just saying, too, that because, you know, he is black, she's white. She says that he's now blaming white people for a lot of problems. And she's concerned that, you know, their dynamic, they're a mixed race couple. Um, you know what? What's going to happen there? Which I would think, yeah, I mean, she probably needs to be concerned for her son and herself. Yeah, and you're probably worried about, you know, oh, I'm breaking up the family. I'm thinking about my son first. But yeah, if you feel in danger and he's talking about, you know, something bad towards white people, I think that is your sign. And I hope that you have maybe extended family you can go stay with for the time being. But and you guys are in the house together right now, quarantined. I don't know. I, I wouldn't feel safe. Girl, run. Everybody's saying run. I would be out, says Brooke. Um, Louise says run, 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 Isabel. Yeah, I mean, I would too, because you can always separate. And then if he kind of gets things back on the right track, you can always get back together. But my fear is if you let it go and he's getting that controlling. I don't know. That's really scary. That is really scary. I think he'll change too, because P.S. the world isn't ending. Like it's going to suck in six months when he wakes up. We're all still here. Remember 2012? We all were like, this is it, guys. This is it. Guess what? Eight years later, we're still here fighting the pandemic. Eight years later, we got this damn pandemic. Look, I know it seems like, you know, the world is ending right now, but... um but, you know, you just take it day by day. Take it day and by day. You, this is not the man you married. This is this is crazy to me. It's like, okay, this you're completely different. I fell in love with someone totally different. And that would be hard for me to stay around. Uh, Jessica says, wow, it sounds like a form of psychosis. We see this in the ER quite a bit. People sometimes snap and hold, uh, hold on to strong religious ideologies. Really? You guys see that a lot in the wow. ER? Why? They just kind of go, I guess they go psychotic. And then and they're like, in. yeah, they, they're like you, they, their loved ones bring them in. They're like, this is somebody else. Hey, look, this is an unnerving time. So I can understand like people who are teetering on the edge. Like this yeah. is, I think you can read a lot of things into this and you know, I'm just reading into it that we're super unprepared, but you know, but I mean to each it's, it's oh, really, yeah. 
in, in every aspect. Shout out if you have any savings. We're all living paycheck to paycheck. It's not. So once that runs out, we're living, um, you know, one government check after another government check, which isn't which isn't much, but I'm still thankful for it. Are you so excited for your stimulus stimulus check, by the way? I am so excited. Uh, is anyone else? I check my bank account like every morning. It's like Christmas. I'm like, ooh, ooh, how much yes. am I going to get? Yes, yeah, so do I. But then I'm like, every morning, it's like, oh, just the same amount. Love it. Okay. You know, it takes forever for it to hit. You know, the government has to issue millions of checks. So when will it hit? I think it's going to be weeks. Now, let me ask you this. Are you going to spend your stimulus check on anything responsible? Because I'm thinking, no. You know, <laughs> is that just me? I'm really you thinking, know, after no. After much debate and thought, no. The economy needs my frivolous spending. That's what I'm thinking too, right? Like a what new pair of buy? leggings and marijuana. Like I'm kind of there, you know? Oh, you know what? They've got probably natural cheap marijuana up in Maine. You know, it's all like earth grown right by your neighbor's house. Everybody grows their own weed up here. Ev- everybody, it. everybody. Because now they, you know, it's, I think it's decriminalized. So, you know, you're only supposed to grow X amount of plants, but everybody grows so much, so much here. And actually I don't really smoke weed. It's just doesn't go well. Uh, so <laughs> it just doesn't work. Yeah, but no, I'm, I'm trying to remember the last time we smoked in Georgetown, probably. I mean, <laughs> we attempted. I, uh, no, I, mean, I don't think I'll, I'll uh, spend it on anything responsible. I'm not sure. Probably lobster rolls and I don't know. Like you're, literally you're, you're, lobster rolls and a new pair of leggings. Is that, should I be saving this? I don't know. You're going to get a lot of hate. People are going to be like, oh, bitch, you can afford to spend it on lobster rolls. <laughs> Yes, because I'm making so much money podcasting. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, Okay, well, then what about maybe you could, you know, use it for new electricity in your house because your your house has no electricity the whole weekend. Fucking hell. I swear to God. It's like an old school. (laughs) Anyway, little house on the prairie up here. We lost our power. We had a massive snowstorm, foot of snow. Like, like power out my brother's out there getting a generator fired up we're trying to use one and it, the generator only actually allows you to use one burner so one burner it's like what are we gonna make a one pot meal i mean what do we have soup from the can that's all we can warm up uh, our one cable burner. was out so we couldn't use the television okay <sighs> y'all it's back not- now though yes it's back now but then we're expecting a big windstorm today what? Oh, that's like, it's April, guys. Is this normal for Maine? Yeah, this is normal for Maine. <laughs> this is, yes. No yes. wonder you got out. I can't believe <laughs> people still live there. Welcome to New England. Mainers up here are like hunkered down. Everyone has a generator. It's like no big deal. Yeah, they're just ready. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sheltering yeah. up here in place in Maine. Well, that's insane. Well, all down the East Coast, it's all crazy storms. Georgia was on a tornado watch last night. So, you know, it does feel like the world is ending. <laughs> I'm so glad that you guys, you know, like you're down there, you have power, all that stuff. I know it is it is like a crazy unnerving time. But, um, you know, I, I think we'll all get through it eventually. We will get through it, everyone. We're all going to be living together, though, because, I mean, I would imagine massive downsides. But I also think a lot of people are probably still working. People are saying a new handbag. That actually, do you know? I'm going to tell you, you something. I'm really not going to do this because my husband won't allow me to. But I was really tempted to buy these $700 Chanel earrings. But I realized that this is. But what are the Chanel earrings? Oh my god! Yes. Now, how much are those? We've canceled it. We're not doing it because you know we. So like a lot of you guys that are checking out the show for the first time, I had this miscarriage in November. Then I had this pregnancy disease that required chemo shots. So we were supposed to go on our honeymoon to Mexico in February. We had to cancel that. The doctors told me I couldn't go. So. 
uh, all that money got refunded. Then for Christmas, oh, Dan had paid for me to go see Oprah and Michelle Obama in New York. But because of my disease, like I couldn't go do that. So he got, he sold that ticket. So then he said, okay, what do you want? And I said, you know, I've always really wanted a pair of Chanel earrings. So I picked out these earrings. We were ready to go. And then COVID yeah. hit. And of course, like you can't just buy them. You have to be on a wait list for these earrings. What? Yes, yes, yes. So when COVID hit, I was like, we ain't buying any Chanel earrings. Uh-uh. Deuces. Yeah. <laughs> Deuces. We need to live. How are we all going to pay our rent, y'all? I don't well, feel- not a stimulus check. Okay, what, what is it going to be? Like 40% of the stimulus check? I think you'll get 1200 bucks. I'm so excited because I don't, I'm sure a lot of people on here have tried to apply for unemployment. I have in the past. Yeah. It's such a bitch. They're on your ass all the time to look for a job. It's like, hello, I just lost one. Can I, how about a couple weeks vacation? They're like, they call you like, did you look for a job this week? Who have you been in touch with? Bitch, I don't know. Just send me my $385 and let me chill. God <sighs> damn, I knew it was going to be this hard. I wouldn't have found Thank you. Thank you. When I, seriously, when I did the one time, I was like, okay, are y'all going to keep calling me this much? You can't call, you can't possibly. Don't you have other clients you need to visit? Damn, Every I'm Thursday morning. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to this. They better not call me for a follow-up, okay? I've done my census. I've done all my shit. Don't call me. Just send me the check. Let me do what I want. Let me do what I want, damn it. Oh, Monday morning, day, week five quarantine. Here we are. Week five quarantine. Anyway, you guys, uh, thank you for checking out the podcast. We love you so much. Um, I'm not answering any more questions, so stop. Someone just came on here. Did you guys hear about Kane? Yeah, yeah, we did. And you're 15, 15 minutes late to the party. All right, 15, 50, hit, 28, whatever. Hit the front of the video. Yeah, and as Leslie Jordan says, hit the front. Karma to be it. <laughs> well, we wish everybody well, for real. I am. I'm lucky and happy, and I hope everything works out. Okay, we're out of here. Guys, love you so much. Thank you so much. Share the podcast with someone just discovering us for the first time. We'd be so grateful. Love you all. Be safe. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.